Hello gorgeous soul and welcome to this epic podcast. This is a place where you are encouraged and you have absolute freaking permission to unapologetically go after all of your dreams, all of your visions, all of your things in your vision board, like everything that your heart desires. I'm your host Angharad, the High Vibe Babe, and I believe that we're all in this life to expand and experience our wildest dreams. If one of us can have it, then we all can. So that is the aim of this podcast. Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello beautiful High Vibe Babes. I am so damn excited to bring you this week's episode. So what I did is I put a feeler out to my group, Harvard Based Community, for anyone who would like to come on my podcast and have a human design reading. So over the next few weeks, you'll find them scattered throughout. And this week, we are interviewing a beautiful manifester. Her name is Karen. So yes, for the manifester vibes. And so I know you're going to have like a whole lot of value and a whole lot of epicness come to your life, whether you desire to understand the manifestors in your life a little bit more, either your family members or your friends or even your clients. Or if you would like to book your own human design reading, I am doing them. So there's two ways you can do that right now. One is a personal human design reading, which is a little more of an introductory one. And they are 45 minutes long. Or the second one I have is a business and human design intensive. And these are 75 minutes long. And what we go through is you really speak about your offers and we look at your chart and we see where they can be better and why things aren't selling. And we are able to pick apart. And it's like my clients speak to me, I'm actually able to feel into where their vibration is off and we can pick through and find the alignment for you. And these are really, really powerful. And I love working with people to do their individual human design readings. All of them are recorded and you do get sent them. So you can refer back to them as often as you need. You will find the links if you'd like to book either of those in the show notes below. So here is this week's episode. I know you're going to love it. Karen, would you mind just introducing yourself a little bit about who you are, what you do and what your walk with human design has been like so far mm-hmm. so i'm karen and i'm a mum of two a 10 year old and a six-year-old i'm a hypnotherapist and um, i do hypnobirthing courses as well and i really came across human design sort of in a conversation with with others and it just you know tweaked my interest i was like oh what's this and so ever since i've sort of done my own sort of delving into it in my own research and um yeah it's just been fascinating so yeah that's sort of where I'm at at this stage that's so epic that's really cool so your chart tells us that you are a fellow manifester hello (laughs) (laughs) so that's like firstly so really exciting so what I've been taught with human design and what I've found within my journey as well is the most important part for us to understand is our energy type, which is our aura, which explains our aura, which is for you as a manifesto and for me, funnily enough, which is really cool. Yeah. It's really exciting for us to be talking here because we're only about 7% of the world. So it's very special also to, to meet other manifestors because we, um, we're quite different to the rest. And that means that we also can have a lot of conditioning. So the really important thing to know about mm. our aura is that we're very strong we are very tuned in to source very naturally what's your journey been like with the source and with your intuition and stuff within your lifetime 
Mm. It's it's sort of been uh, sort of the last 15 years, um, sort of a journey that I sort of, yeah, woke up to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. My intuition is getting stronger and stronger, actually. Mm. Mm. That's really cool. Um, so, and the, the, the next really important thing is that, um, which is our strategy and for manifestors, it's to inform. So the thing with mm. our aura is that people often, they can't always understand us. And so it's really important for us to inform them our, our decision-making processes and, and what we're going through and things. So it's not that we inform them to ask their permission. So within a relationship or within our friends or whatever, we're not actually asking for their permission, but we're informing them with grace it's kind of like before we started acting on it, it's kind of in that middle period we've decided. And this is what I found to be really impactful in my life is, is as of just as of this, after I've decided, but before I've really acted on it, inform them that, hey, this is really what I want to do. I'm really passionate about this. And this is the reason why I'm feeling really pulled to it. So I've decided to do this thing. So the informing part is incredibly important because communication is the backbone to everything in our lives, right? And with our relationships and with business and with careers and family members and everything. So the really powerful thing I found within human design integration, especially like with kids, we've both got kids, right? Mm. Um, is knowing what their strategy is so that we can offer communication in a way that really works for them. So if they're generators, for instance, my kids are both generators, offering them yes or no questions because that's their their response that's how their sacral works is yes or no offering them yes or no questions really sparks mm-hmm. them and it just makes a lot more sense to them than like telling me a three sentence explanation as to why you are doing this thing which is kind of like our situation so as manifestors we are here to inform but we also like to be informed so within relationships for instance romantic relationships and, and even friends as well if they're just giving us a yes or no as to what they're up to or, or what they're doing we can actually feel yeah. quite frustrated <laughs> because mm-hmm. we're like but what are the details like tell me more yeah. <laughs> right yes yes so knowing that and communicating with them that we like to be informed is also a game changer because they're like oh okay she wants a little more information although it makes no sense to me as to why they'd want to know we just really want to know you know and so that enables them to inform us gracefully and and then we feel really good and the next thing that's really important for us is our authority and so for you your authority is emotional authority so how much do you know about that well that that yes I sort of got to grips with the inform stuff and how that plays mm-hmm. out and actually it was funny because when I found out I was a manifesto I was like oh really um yeah I, I could I could see half of the story and then I wasn't mm-hmm. sure about the rest and then when I learned about the informing which you've just gone over I was like oh yep this is so true because I was in a place where I wasn't informing a lot because I didn't want the repercussions. But as a manifester, you have to inform. So there's no resistance. So that was just such a lesson and an eye opener for me. So Mm. I've sort of gone through the ins and outs of the inform strategy. Um, But yes, the emotional authority, I haven't quite got to grips with how that plays out. Okay. So emotional authority, this basically means that you, you have a defined solar plexus so on your chart, the triangle to the right, sort of down the bottom of your body, mm-hmm. that is coloured in, which means that it's defined. Yes. And so this means that this is how your intuition speaks to you. This is how you check in with your decisions. So actually overall, we have a very, very open chart. The only two centres you have defined are throat and your solar plexus. 
So you can have quite a lot of conditioning in the other areas, but we can probably go through that a little bit later. The most important things to check on is like your, your defined areas. So with your, with your solar plexus, what it means is that you have waves of emotion. Have you heard about that before? No, not really. Okay. <clears throat> so what happens is you go through a cycle. So if you imagine, I'm better at drawing pictures than like, you know, a wave. Okay. If you yeah. start at like zero and it goes up and then back to zero and then yeah. down and then back up to zero. But that's what your emotions do. And so you're really here to feel emotions. You feel much more okay. emotions than the rest of us. Yes. And how you actually make decisions is you don't make decisions when you're high. Because then if you make a decision and you're high, you're like, yes, I'm going to do this thing. And you're mm. low, you're like, how in the hell did I ever think I was going to be able to achieve that? Right. Like, I'm a crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if yeah. you decide things and you're low, when you get to your high, you're like, oh my gosh, I could have done so much more than this. Why, why did I not yeah. push myself to a higher standard? Yeah, so, I so relate to that. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. And so the I important said- and the most powerful thing for you is to decide around your zero. Okay. Uh-huh. The sweet spot. <laughs> yes, that's correct. 100% correct. So it's like with our feminine cycles, it's amazing to track it. And the, the key for your emotional cycle is for you to lean into the feelings. So when you're feeling like despair right. or anger or the lower feeling feelings, don't just file them and be like, it'll go away. <laughs> Do mm. things that really work for you to lean into them and allow them because this is really part of your life. So it's about embracing it, like about leaning into it and allowing them to, to show you what they, they need to show you. So yes. through doing that, what it means is that actually you get to condense how long your wave takes you to get from zero, high, zero, low, and then back to zero. That amount of time actually yeah. takes a lot less time because we're not resisting it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is really important for us if we like want to make decisions and birth things and like make it happen as a manifesto. We're like, we're here for it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. The quicker yeah. we can get back to our zero means that the quicker we're actually able to make decisions and then birth things into the world because it's a very strong, strong pull for us. So, so the sort of more aware of this and the more sort of skilled you are at leaning into your cycles and going with it and coming out the other end, the faster these cycles can yes. be. Yes, right, that's correct. Right. Yes. So I've worked with people who have cycles mm. which literally take about a month and oh, then by wow. the time they finish working with me, they take about 48 hours. That's okay. for a full cycle, yep. not just to yep. get that's, you know, from zero high, zero low, and then back to zero for a full cycle. So, yeah, the power is really leaning into them. So your answers around your zero are pretty much an 80% surety, if you sort of know what Mm -hmm. I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm. So that is, like, that is your hell yes or your hell no is about 80%. Okay, cool. But the thing is, is just knowing that that is bringing us our greatest life experience. That this is, like, I believe that we've chosen our human design based on, like, what we really wanted to experience in this lifetime. So you feeling all of the feels is literally your magic power. This is is the reason why it's your authority is because it's so important to you. It's really empowering, isn't it, to get through Mm -hmm. it and go, yeah, what was that about and what did I pick Mm -hmm. up from that one? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's beautiful. Okay, so you have an open head center as well, which I do too, the very top yeah. top center on our on our graph, which means that we get very easily inspired by other people, not just yes. other people. It's like the sea. It's yes. it's walk, taking a walk. It's listening to a podcast. It's like just listening yes. to our kids. We can get inspired <laughs> by like literally everything on the face of the planet. 
Yeah, so, so, true. <laughs> so we can sit there going, oh my gosh, we should do this, we should do this, this, this would be cool, this would be cool, like let's put all, let's put these three things together and put it out and we're like, are people going to love this? And then yeah. people don't buy or not many people buy and we're like, yeah. oh, so did, like, I thought that was cool. Like I was inspired by this. How does this work? I'm here to birth things, right? Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. the difference becomes I get my clearest downloads when basically I've, I've not been alone. It's not necessarily been alone, but it's not consuming for mm. quite a long time. I've been very careful about, about everything. So, and about really feeling into my energy and what, like what I've been through and what I feel really good to teach on without being inspired from everyone else, you know, because in the past, like thousands of years ago, we were the kings and queens because people would follow us. When we decided our energy is so strong that people were like, oh, okay, here's the light we're going to follow because we're here to literally create and, mm. and birth things into this world. And we're the only energy type that doesn't actually need an, like an external stimulus, so to speak. Yeah. Right. So we don't actually have to wait for, you know, our senses like a generator or we, we don't have to wait for the invitation like a projector. We don't have to wait for um, a lunar cycle like reflectors. We literally get the download or get the feeling, get the creative burst. And then we check in with our authority and then we go. We don't have to wait mm-hmm. for anyone else. So yeah. informing becomes so very important because otherwise we're like, I describe it in my past before I was like understood who I was and how to actually work it. I, I felt like I was just running through a crowd of people and knocking everyone over and pissing everyone off around me. (laughs) 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 Um, And sometimes it was just for being me. And and that brought a lot of conditioning as to like, oh, I can't shine too much. We, you know, we can often find that we become people places or we want to like dull down our gifts and like sort of hunch over because we don't want to be too intense to everyone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's really, instead of doing that, we can begin to inform everyone around us. And we actually find that we can start to expand and take up more space because people actually just understand us much more when we just inform them what's going on. Mm-hmm. yeah cool as a manifester we get urges we just get this massive burst of energy like this urge that we have to go and do this thing yeah mm-hmm. and it can be through anything it can be like to go and do the house it can be to mow the lawns it can be to you know keep our kids up late and watch a movie <laughs> it can yeah. be for us to work for 24 hours straight and what happens is when we don't follow that urge our not self theme comes out which is anger yes so anytime we're feeling anger especially like that as a manifesto i really resonate that like obviously my brand now is high vibe babe but i say (laughs) that in the past i actually used to be a psycho babe because i was so (laughs) angry all of the time i just was so out of alignment not that i knew the wording but i was so out of alignment like with what my soul was calling me to do um, yes. And the difference between like, you know, anger that someone ran over our dog and the anger of like being out of alignment is it becomes because we have a defined throat as well. Like when we, I'm not sure if you resonate with this, but when I yell, when I'm out of alignment, it becomes, I honestly feel like I'm throwing energy with my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. the difference between mm-hmm. that and like just being angry or frustrated that someone did something stupid, it's, it's yeah. very yeah. different. It's very strong, right? Yes. Yeah. And so in those moments when we're feeling like that, no matter what the, you know, whether it's our kids just done written on the wall or okay, your kids are older yeah. than that, but, um, <laughs> or whether yeah. it's, um, 
you know, we're being interrupted or whatever it is, but it's always a question for how am I out of alignment in this moment? Did I not get up earlier to get this work done? Did I, did I create mm. a completely wrong completely yeah. wrong offer because I was so inspired? Did I, did I not prioritize my, my, my parenting because I then wanted to go to this afterwards or, you know, it's always a question yeah. of how have I not served myself? What, what do I need mm-hmm. to do better? Um, well, not better. What do I need to change? Right. Yeah. Um, and then the urges become stronger and stronger. So do you ever, how do you resonate with the whole urge thing? You just like have to go and do this thing. Yes, I do. And it's funny because I've been sort of reflecting on like my younger adult life and I was, you know, I traveled, I, I went off and did an mm-hmm. OE at 17 and then again at 22 and I just went off wow. by myself. I can't believe I did it when I was 17. Like, what? Yeah, um, but I just did that. And then I went to Thailand and met some, you know, met a friend there and, and I just remember just going, right, I'm off. <laughs> you mm. know, I booked my tickets, I'm leaving in a month. And I just I just went from milestone to milestone or from challenge to challenge. I just hopped along really easily. And then I found when I um, became a bit more uh, like a mom and then having responsibilities and um, sort of financial responsibilities and that sort of thing, I found my, I think my alignment then got really tested, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that, I think that that's what I've been working through in the last few years. So then I have my business, but then it's a real skill as to getting back in alignment and um, finding those urges and acting on them and, you know, getting back in that manifesting flow. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's what's happened. I had it very, I was very good at it in my early adult life and then it kind of um, got compromised. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so, no, I think that I recognize those urges as a manifester. And it's, and it's also, I've been sort of having to work out, you know, boundaries and my work-life balance to sort of make sure that my urges and my manifesting flows in Mm -hmm. alignment. So yeah, I totally relate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I resonate with all of that as well. You know, I I always say the words like when I became domesticated, like a cat. (laughs) 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 When I become domesticated, all these challenges, it's like, what am I doing? Um, yes. How is yep. this all going to fit in? Um, yes, can the, the always the priority is always ourselves. We have to serve ourselves first. So if that yeah. looks like getting up at four a.m. every day and going to bed at seven p.m., then yes. that's where we're going to find our joy. You know, mm-hmm. um, our basically an alignment theme is that we feel peace and we are peaceful to yeah. be around. That's so right, yeah. no matter what we can do to create that, no matter how it looks, even if we think someone else is going to judge it or whatever, it's really important for us to do that because ultimately when we work on ourselves, everyone around us is not going to be getting the angry psycho version of ourselves that sort of like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, and I was never like that as, as a young adult. And then it was like, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. And I can, yeah. yes. And it's different. It's just that yeah. alignment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a warning bells like, whoa, boom, uh, ding, ding, ding. Let's sort this out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so with our urges, so we, we don't have a defined sacral. So generators and manifesting generators have a defined sacral, which is, means that the life force of the world went through the work through doing. They generate more and more and more energy. Whereas for us, we have an undefined sacral, so we don't generate our own energy, except through our urges. Basically, our urges, sometimes we might work for 24 hours straight. It's probably the longest I've ever worked. Um, but sometimes it's like 30 minutes and it's like, I'm done. um and then the urge becomes like have a bath or play with the kids or do the house or you know in regards to like work-life balance so 
allowing ourselves to rest when we need to rest is really important. And so the, the really key where it all comes together is us informing our kids, informing our partners, informing anyone else involved in our household that this is how we work. Our urges are so strong, we're going to go and do it. We might work flat stick for two weeks. We might work for a day. And then other times our urges are going to be to have like four baths every, like, you know, have three baths in a day or something, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this is how we're best going to serve ourselves and best going to serve everyone else around us and how we're going to keep the peace and how we're not going to, you know, how we're going to be fulfilled. So do you have any other little final questions or anything you want to touch on? I don't know if this is going, it's going to go, too deep into a different direction but um just looking at my other open centers and Mm -hmm. conditioning is there something that you see that is something like those lines and things is there something that you see that is something to be aware of in my business and success and conditioning around business and success in particular like yeah okay um so yeah, cool. Okay, so I do see quite a few, like, there's, there's so many things that I, mm. um, the, the first thing that really jumps out to me when I first saw your chart is, do you have a chart with the arrows above your head? Yep, yep, okay. I think so. So yeah. all four of those arrows mean different things. Yes, um, I see the arrows, yeah. And all four of them are pointing to the left, which means yes. that they're all masculine energy. Right, yes. So manifestors, we definitely have a feminine side to us, but because we have that like we're here for big things thing <laughs> and these big mm. urges we can often be quite masculine and then you right. have all four of these arrows which means that you have quite a bit of masculine energy which speaking to you, do you would you resonate with that yeah yes and no like definitely uh, I think I'm conditioned to it like I okay. used to think that being busy meant that you were successful and I had to be on all the committees and do all the things just like Mm -hmm. my parents and other people around me. And then I just burnt out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I think it's very much, I am a do, 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 and I find it hard to sit down sometimes, Mm -hmm. but then other times I'm like, I need a bath and I'll stay in there an hour. So, you know, I'm sort of, I I flow between the two, but um, yeah, I can understand where that comes from. Yeah, so for the conditioning, like you definitely, Mm. there's a difference between us having conditioning and us just having a a masculine side to us, and that's okay. So it's about obviously reversing the conditioning and knowing like we don't always have to be on every single committee and do all the things, (laughs) but also that if we have a lot of urges that are quite masculine, as long as we're not getting the anger right, as long as we're not feeling out of alignment, then that's actually okay for us to express it in that way. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. But then also being a woman, like in a relationship, I also find this is one of the reasons why I actually decided to have an office outside of my own home. Like I have a co-working space is because I wanted to do my masculine work when I wasn't at home so that when I'm, when I'm at home, I could be in my feminine mm, because that's yeah. really empowering for our relationship so that he could, because relationships are all about, we're getting way off human design. However, um, yeah. <laughs> relationships are about creating that polarity. So if, if we're yeah. in our masculine, they're going to be in their feminine. If we're in our feminine, they be in, in their masculine. So yeah, yeah. within a relationship, oh. that's what I really desired. So yes. it doesn't always work though, because of the urges, right? Sometimes yes. it's 10 o'clock at night or it's 6 PM in the evening when dinner's happening, you know? So yeah, and, yep. it, it's, oh, it's fluid, but that's yes. something that I find that works really well for my business. I can go and be the boss ass bitch at the office. And then when I come home, I am mostly in my feminine. That's more my intention is, and that's for my relationship. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yep. Mm. 
That's really, yeah. really interesting. So that's the first thing that I saw. The second thing is that your, so the, the tr- it's not a triangle, but it, it looks like a diamond in the middle is your, mm. your heart center. Uh, sorry, your, your G center, which is your identity center. So that is undefined. So you basically, you know how people on the movies are like, oh, I found who I am and I know who I am and I know my identity and I know exactly what I'm here for and I know everything about myself. <laughs> Do you sort of know what it's, I mean? Yes, that's, yes. That's not necessarily going to be your path. Right. This is more about this is more of a feminine thing where I'm going to describe it, but it's more about the flow. It's not getting attached to a certain job or a certain relationship or a certain vehicle or a certain house, because that's what you'll often try and attach your identity into is those sorts of things, because you're not finding it within yourself. Uh, so uh, then yeah. if you move cities or then if you change relationships or then if you know, your job goes under, then you can be like, Oh my gosh, who the hell am I? My whole identity is just gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's about mm. like basically you're here to find enjoyment in those things and also go with change, which is more of a feminine thing, but allow like the flow of life to bring you different things and different exciting things and learn different things about yourself through different situations, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, yeah it does. It does actually. Yeah. 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 So allowing that to flow. The next open center you have is your heart, which is the one sort of, in between in between your identity center and your solar plexus that little triangle yes um so this means typically the most conditioning or i'm not sure if that's the right word but the thing often is that well you don't have a defined willpower so when you decide something often it can be difficult to actually go and do it because you just don't have that internal massive drive like i've decided and that's it it's going to happen Um, except then that also counteracts the urge of the manifest urge. So yes, I also have an undefined will center, but I find because I have that strong manifest urge, it's almost like it kind of counteracts it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But if I don't have the urge, that's when often I will like not commit to myself or um, not show up in a way that I wanted to sort of thing. Yeah, right. I can identify with the deciding to do something in an urge of the manifester. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't see that through. Like, why, why can't I just sit at my desk and do that right now? So yes. I feel, I feel like I resonate with that, that being mm-hmm. open. Mm. So the way of working around that I find is to, when I get the urge, don't park it, go and do it then. Right. Right. And allow yourself the space to. And yep. so what that means is kind of reshuffling our schedule a little bit. So for instance, yes. there's been times where I do all of my um, posts, for instance, social media posts for the week, like on a specific yeah. day. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's Mondays. I'd aim for Mondays, but sometimes it, the urge wouldn't come till Friday and that's okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, because I had a bit of a backup, it didn't really matter when in the week the urge came but I knew that I would create that structure, the masculine structure, so I could sort of flow within my business so mm. that I can still honor that, the, the desire and the, the decision that I wanted to post consistently, but then allowing my defined will and my urge to sort of flow in between it all and come out when it wanted to because I had a buffer there. Do you sort of know what I mean? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So oh, it's about having, yeah, about having the yeah. masculine structure, so our feminine can flow in between it all but we've just setting ourselves up for success basically in a Mm -hmm. way that works really well for us oh that's yeah awesome that's really cool 
Yeah, this has been heaps of fun. Amazing. Thanks so much. You're welcome. And um, so much really... juicy, so many juicy details. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And I'm really, really excited to see you integrate all the pieces and, and then take the bits that worked for you and what didn't interact mm. your life and see all the flourishing manifesto goodness come out of you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would adore if you would screenshot it, chuck it up on your stories with your favourite takeaway moment, and tag me at High by Babe on Instagram so that more people can see this and get this content and get this message out there to really shape and change and impact other people's lives. Do you desire to be around more high vibe women who really get you, who encourage you, who like support you no matter what? Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group, and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love. Over and out from her at the High Vibe Babe.